the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. God is good and our God is faithful and he will lead us and he will guide us and he will direct us through to the other side. Jesus said we're getting through to the other side. We will get through to the other side. Whatever you are facing today, let me encourage you. Come on, let me equip you with the word of God. Don't lose heart, but take heart because God's got a plan and he's got a purpose. He's working this thing together for your good. Come on, do you believe? Do you believe this is your year of going beyond? How many are ready to go beyond? That's our trust without borders. Let's go beyond in every area of our life. Trust in God with every area of our heart. Come on. We're talking about matters of the heart. Part four. How many of you guys receiving something through this series? How many of y'all taking inventory of your heart? Come on. We dealing with the issues of our heart. We got emotional stress. We got all kinds of pressures. We got um, bitterness, unforgiveness. Let's let it go. Let's let it go. Come on. We are going to garden out what we need to garden out. And we're going to guard the word of God. We're going to guard God's word in our heart and let it produce multiplication in every area of our life. Right? Amen. Come on. Our heart becomes sensitive to what we focus on. Let me challenge you. What are you focused on? Because that's where your heart is sensitive. And our heart becomes hard to what we disregard, what we neglect, and what we ignore. How many of us us have ignored the word? How many of us have neglected church? Come on. How many of us have neglected spending time with God? And we're wondering why our heart is not sensitive. But let me tell you, just as easy as you walk away, you can flip the script and be sensitive to the things of God. You can be sensitive to things of God. How? When you get laser focused. Not double-minded in all your ways. You're single-minded. Your single-minded focus is on Jesus and his plan and his purpose. Jesus says you are healed, you are healed. Jesus says that you are prosperous, then you are prosperous. Jesus says that you are set free. Let me tell you, you have been set free. Set your mind on things above. Set your mind on Jesus, right? Our hearts, they just become sensitive to whatever we are paying attention to, whatever we're focused on, and we become hard to whatever we ignore. It's automatic. If we allow our heart to become hard towards the things of God, let me tell you, unbelief comes a creeping in. How many of you always want unbelief? Woohoo, I got an unbelieving heart. No, no, it's all fun and games until there's time of need. In that time of need, you're like, where's my belief? <laughs> Lord, help my unbelief, right? Let's focus on the belief right now. You know what? We need to focus on the word when, all, when everything's good. We need to focus on the word, not just when everything's falling apart. In that time of everything being good, be filled up with the word of God so that you got seeds planted in your heart of the word of God. In that time of need, you get to harvest, you get to produce fruit right when you need it. Right when you need it, right? Right when you need it. We're not going to allow our hearts to become hard towards the things of God. We will not allow unbelief to creep in and fill our hearts. Because when unbelief's creeping in, it turns our heart from the things of God, right? From the things of God, and then we become cold, We become insensitive. The world is after 
desensitizing us, right? So that we can see grosser, worser, more violent, more perverted, everything. And we're seeing images like a million. You're seeing so many images so fast, right? Trying to desensitize you, trying to desensitize you, right? Because it's trying to get your focus. No, we are going to, we don't want to be cold, insensitive, unfeeling, and unyielding to the things of God and his word. We want to be sensitive to God, to his word and his voice and his will and his plan and his purpose. Do you know that God called you for this hour and this time and he has a purpose for your life? He called you, he saved you for right now. He saved you to be salt and light right now. What does light do? Light disperses darkness. We ain't guilting and condemning people, but you know what? We're dispersing the darkness, the depression, and we're saying there's hope, and his name is Jesus. There is love. There is healing, and all that you need is in the blood of Jesus, in the word of God. That's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Above everything else, guard your heart, for it is the source of life's consequences. How many know we, how many of y'all had a sentence of some life? consequences. Either you've been grounded, you've been whooped, you've been to the courthouse, you've been all, right? You done messed up some home, you done messed up your children, and what's happening? You're there, you got consequences, right? God loves you, God's forgiven you, but there's a mess in these consequences. And this is why we have to guard our heart so that we don't allow unbelief, so that we don't allow the world system to dictate to us our mindset about family, our mindset about the home, our mindset about integrity, because integrity matters. Your character matters. Who you are matters. Because let me tell you, you are representative of Jesus Christ. That's who you are. You're his representative. And we're over here acting like the world, trying to be cool with the world, get approval from the world, get acceptance from the world. And they're over here needing somebody to lead them, needing somebody to guide them. That's who we are, right? But we, that's why we got to get filled up with the word of God and stop wasting time with distracting stuff trashy stuff. You know, it's just, it's crazy how we have to be entertained at all times. You know, when you get in the car, you have to have music. You have to have a podcast. You have to have something. You have to have something entertaining you, entertaining you, entertaining you. You know what we should have to have is the word of God. You wake up, you need the word. I wake up in the morning, I need the word. I wake up, I need to hear the word and be meditating on the word because I want to be Feeling myself, my heart, my mind with the things of God. Why? Otherwise, I get distracted. I get distracted just like everybody else. And you know what? I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to waste any minute here on this earth. I don't want to waste any years of my life just distracted on stupidness, right? No, I want every minute, every moment of my life to be producing fruit from God's will and his plan and his purpose. And there's nothing special about me. It's just a choice that I have to make every day. God, what's your will? What's your plan today? I want to hear your voice. I want, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Come on, you get in the car, you better be trusting God. You get on that road, you better be trusting God. You go into the grocery store, you better be trusting God, right? Amen? Anybody else? Whatever we're doing, we better be trusting God. Guarding our heart. 
We have to guard our heart from becoming an evil heart. What's an evil heart? Unbelief. Unbelief. When we, start, when we stop believing God's word and we stop believing his promises because it's been too long and we've been through too much and we've had too much hurt and they did this to me and they did that to me. No, not us. Come on, not us. We're not going to be allowing unbelief in our hearts. We're going to be focused on the word. We're going to be healed. We're going to be restored from whatever it is. Stuff happens, people hurt you, life happens, right? There's things in this world, but we're going to guard our heart. We're not going to allow it to be turned away from God. Unbelief is what holds us back from going beyond and living God's best. How many are ready to live in God's best? How many are ready for the windows of, windows of heaven to be opened up? I'm ready for the windows of heaven to be opened up. Let me tell you, if the windows of heaven be opening up, you all be like, whoo, what you doing? How'd you get that success? How's it working for you? You got so much, you got to give it away. God's been good. God's been faithful. He did it for me. He'll do it for you. Come on, open up the heavens. Let's go. What do you got to be faithful in that tithes and offering? What? You're just after my money. No, God's after your heart. He's after your heart. And so is the enemy and so is the world. What are they after? Your focus, your attention, to get you distracted, to get you settled on the way, the world system, this, this system of how they do things and how they operate, right? No, no thanks. I'll pass. I'm good. I'm gonna, I want to seek the kingdom of God, the way God does things. Set my mind, set my, my understanding, knowledge on the kingdom of God. Amen? Right, yes. We have to keep focusing, keep directing, keep guiding, keep leading our eyes to Jesus. We have to. This is our responsibility. What do we have to do? Keep directing, 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 directing. Why? Because can't YouTube, TikTok, the news, whatever, it's after your attention, after your attention. Why is it so hard to pick up the Bible, but it's so easy to be lost in the rabbit hole of YouTube? And this video, 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 and now you know a bunch of nothing. Anybody? This video, all of a sudden, like, conspiracies and this and that. Oh, my gosh. You're all worked up emotionally. For what? For what? But it's so hard to get in the Word. You know, like, okay, I'm going to read the Word. You want to know the best way to fall asleep? Say you're going to read the Word. You're like, oh, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm going to read the Word. I'm going to read the Word before I go to bed. <sighs> you gone. Why are you all faking like it ain't you? That's exactly. But what happens is we're watching entertainment, entertainment, filling our mind, planting seeds, and we're wondering what, we're still up? It's, it's uh, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and it's the day. What happened? Oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast. I'm going I'm to do all those um, successful habits, you know, of successful people. They wake up early to calm music. They, they focus on motivational. What happened? That rabbit hole. That, that rabbit hole came after you, came after me, came after all of us. No, we're going we're gonna to break up with that. Break up with the distractions, get a little bit more self-control, and direct, come on, guide 
lead our eyes to Jesus and his word and his voice and his will and his plan and his purposes and his promises. It is so important that you know the promises of the word of God. Otherwise, you will be robbed by the enemy to live in lack, to live uh, in sickness, and to live in all this stuff, the world system, right? No. We got to know the promises. God's promises are yes and amen, and they are precious promises available to all of us. How do we find them? Through the knowledge of God, through the knowledge of His Word, right? We got to exchange the world's view and the world's mindset on a life of truth of God's Word. So there's the world's view, the world's mindset, and we've got to change and we've got to make the exchange for the truth of God's Word. The truth of who? The truth of God's word. Jesus said in John 14, 1, do not let, allow, permit your heart to be troubled. But I'm just so anxious and I'm so depressed and, 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 and there's just so much pressure and there's so much stress. What did Jesus say? Don't let, don't allow, don't permit your heart to be troubled. But it's not fair. If you only knew what I was going through, if you only knew the pain and you only knew the struggle and you only knew all the pressure, do not let, allow, permit your heart to be troubled, afraid, cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith. Hold on to it. What are we going to do? We're going to hold on to it. We're going to have faith. We're not going to allow our heart to be troubled. We're not going to allow our heart to be afraid. We're not going to allow our heart to be a coward. No, we're going to hold on to faith. We're going to rely on it. We're going to keep it. We're going to guard it. And we're going to believe also in Jesus. We believe in God. We believe in the Father. And we believe in the Son. We believe in Jesus. We believe that God sent him. God anointed him. What did he do? To do good. To heal all who are oppressed by the devil. You want to know your calling? What are you supposed to do? Do good. Do good. Heal all who are oppressed by the devil. Don't be oppressed by the devil. Be healing, setting free. Lay hands on yourself. Come on. Everything you need is inside of you. When you start understanding who you truly are and the knowledge of God, you're going to wake up and pay attention. Wake up to who you truly are. And if you don't know, let me wake you up. Come on, I want to be that alarm clock. Eh, eh, eh. Wake up. Wake up. We got Christians sleeping, looking like the dead. We're just out there with the world. The world is spiritually dead. And there are Christians taking a nap right there with them. No, not us. We're hitting the alarm. Wake up. Wake up. God's got a plan. He picked you for this hour. I don't care if your mom said, you were just, you are a surprise. You came out of nowhere. Nobody wanted you, but here you are. God had a plan. God knows your name. He knows your name. He knows your story. He knows what you've been through. And he's working it together for your good. If you believe in him, trust him. Come on. Amen. Yes. Don't let your heart be troubled. We will always have challenges in this natural world. Why? Because we live in a fallen world. Right? We understand that. So we're going to have challenges. Don't allow your heart to be troubled. Don't be afraid. Only believe. When fear comes knocking at your door, remind your heart, only believe. Remind your mind, only believe. What do you believe in? In the word of God. You're believing in Jesus. Come on. Do not be afraid of the future. 
How many of you are so afraid of the future? Don't be afraid of the future. We got singles. I just got to get married. I just got to get married. I just got to get married. Don't be afraid of the future. We got people like, I just need a career. I just need a job. I just need this money. I just need this money. If I get this house, if I get this house, if I get this amount of money in the bank, let me tell you, it's never enough. You got this, this amount, and when you get that amount, it's not enough. Well, if I just had a Louis, 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 if I had a Rolly, 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 I would just be so happy. You know what happens? You get that Louis, you could care less. It's just stuff. None of that matters. All of that is irrelevant. It's all about the matters of the heart. Don't allow your heart to be fearful or coward or afraid. Come on. Walk in integrity and character and developing the things of God and the character of God. All of that makes you a person of substance so that when you go into this world, you're not as shallow as this, them. Yeah, I got a Louis, but you ain't got nothing on the inside to offer them. No, we have the word of God. We got the spirit of God alive in us. That's where we'll be satisfied. The world will never satisfy you. Money will never satisfy you. Relationships will never be enough. Come on, it will never be enough. Don't be afraid of the future. Don't allow your heart to get caught up. And if I could only have that, don't be afraid of failure. Come on. You're like, well, if I give and I'm just trying to trust God with this money and, and don't be afraid of failure, trust God and his word. Amen. Don't be afraid of the world, man. The world is going to, to it's, 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 it's crazy out there. It's crazy out there. You know, oh my gosh, we're looking outside. Ah, we got all these things happening. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna curl up in a ball and just leave for Jesus under my blankets. No, don't be afraid of the world. Take courage. Don't let your heart be troubled, right? Don't be afraid of bad habits. Ooh, those scary habits. He's gonna jump on you, you know? Because your dad did it, your dad's a player, and now the, the player spirit has jumped on you. You better break that cycle, boy. You better break that cycle. And whose responsibility is that? It's yours. It is yours. Mama Bear, Mama Sasha coming for you. It's your responsibility to break the cycle. How are you going to break the cycle? New information. If you don't get new information from the Word of God, you will repeat history. You will not make history. That's for you too, girls. Everybody. That's for everybody. Right? Every, you, you know, your mom just like, boy, shut up. She ain't got no honor, no respect for nobody. And that's who you are. And that's how you be. I'm just like, no. Get to the word. Get to the word. Start learning about love and respect. Got quiet. Sorry, guys. Don't be afraid of bad habits. Get new ones through the word of God. Make that exchange. Change your mindset about how you see relationships. Change your mindset about how you see love and how you re see respect and how you, re how you see honor. Change your mindset. Come on. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make the exchange. Don't be afraid of people's opinions. Let me tell you, everybody's always going to have opinion. I got plenty of opinions. Let me tell you. No, thanks. I'm good. Don't be afraid of people's opinions, people's judgments, people's comments. They don't know you. Who cares? Don't be afraid of people's opinions. Don't be afraid of sickness and disease. You know, the air we breathe is airborne. Where's the Lysol? 
You got so much sanitizer, your hands just cracking and breaking and bleeding. You wonder why, you wonder where disease is getting in. You got cracks wide open, sucking it all up. Just more sanitizer, more sanitizer, more, 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 more. It's like, don't be afraid of sickness and disease. Do you believe, do you understand the promise of health? Do you believe that God is the healer? Do you believe that he has redeemed you? Do you you believe by the stripes of Jesus you are made whole? Come on, what do you believe? We ain't going to be afraid of sickness or disease. Don't be afraid of financial ruin. Oh, you know what? Everything's uh, uh, increasing. Everything's going. Inflation, gas prices are a million dollars. What are we going to do? We're going to get a bike. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get fit at the same time. That, what's up? Let's go. Come on. It's hot out there. I don't care. Whatever we got to do, we're going to do it. And God will provide and he'll make a way. Don't be afraid. But also get new information about finances. If you struggle in that area, get information. What does God's word say about generosity and your finances and prosperity and giving and saving and being a good steward? God has plenty to say. We just got to learn. Break the cycle. Take, re- take responsibility for the condition of your heart. Take responsibility for the condition of your heart about fear, about finances, about relationships. Take responsibility. Break the cycle. It's our responsibility to not let our hearts be troubled and afraid and cold towards the things of God. We got to keep faith in God. How many ready to keep faith in God? After we've done all to stand, we stand. Keeping faith in God and his word and his voice, his plan and his purpose, come on, and his promises. I'm going to keep my faith in his promises. No matter what happens, no matter what it looks like, I'm not going to be walking by what I see. I'm going to be walking by faith, trusting in God's word, right? Only believe, confidently believe. What is confidently believe? That doesn't matter. You're not shaken, Confidently believe, right? Don't allow unbelief to consume you. How many of y'all know it wants to consume you, right? Don't allow it to consume you. Set your heart, set your mind on the things of God. Set your heart. You do. Unbelief challenges your mind. It's like, do you know? Unbelief is there. Unbelief challenges your mind, your heart, and it challenges your knowledge of God. It challenges. The enemy is testing you. He's like, what do you know? Just throwing it out there. Do you believe in the truth of God's word? Right? You're getting tested. The enemy is like, do you believe in the truth of God's word? Do you believe? Do you even know the truth of God's word? <laughs> you out here got a bad report. You know what? Because we got so much unbelief about cancer. You know, it takes the same amount of faith to heal a cold as it takes to heal a cancer. Right? Just a mustard seed. But we got crazy unbelief when it comes to cancer. But when it comes to a cold, we're like, eh, I'm good. You don't even need to pray for me. No, but if, if I got cancer, you better be fasting, praying, calling on pastor. We better, right? It's the same faith. But what happened? We got a lot of unbelief in cancer. Why? Because I've had a cold. My mom's had a cold. We all had a cold. And what happened? Nothing. But you've seen somebody die of cancer. And you're like, whoa. That's too much. That's not that. No. Same faith. Mustard seed faith. Come on. What we root now is unbelief. We're breaking up with unbelief. So when the commercial comes on about cancer and disease and um, dementia and whatever else it's saying, speak. 
Speak faith. Nope, that's not for me. I'm not believing in that because those seeds are being planted. When those commercials, mute them. <laughs> mute them. Turn it off. Anybody else? Okay. Right? The enemy's like, what do you believe? Do you know the truth? Do you believe in the truth? Do you put your trust in the truth of God's word? Or can the enemy rob you? Rob your life. Right? Rob you with bitterness and resentment. And God hasn't done it yet. And no, not us. We're going to know the truth. Jesus said in John 8, 32. And you shall know the truth. Look at your neighbor and say, know the truth. Come on, you shall what? We're like, no, truth sets free. Truth sets free. Knowledge of the truth will set you free. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth. And the knowledge of that truth shall make you free. That's how truth sets free. The knowledge of the truth of God's word sets you free. You are no longer a slave to sin. You are no longer a slave to poverty. You are no longer a slave to sickness and disease. You have been made set free through the knowledge of the word of God. Through the knowledge, right, of that word. Get single-minded. Get laser-focused in your knowledge of the truth. Understanding brings victory. Get a revelation of this information. Come on. we got to put into application, and then we're going to produce a total transformation. How many of you want transformation? How many of you guys love a transformation story? You see this transformation story of somebody getting fit, somebody changing their life, somebody going from, from um, poverty to wealth, and you're like, man, what'd you do? What's the steps? How'd you do it? You watch the before and after. You're like, yeah. Everybody loves a good transformation. You know that we are called to be totally transformed. On the inside, you are a new creation. You are a new creation. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are new on the inside. On the inside, right? We don't need to outwardly try to get God to move or do something for us. This is where we get confused. Inwardly is all the power that we could ever need, right? Our outward actions of holiness don't move God. Our outward actions of holiness, they don't move God. They move the flesh, let me tell you, you tell the flesh, I'm going to fast, it's going to move. No, I'm going to die. I won't survive. And you're just like, I'm just thinking about it. Calm down. Like, I'm just thinking about it. You want to go crazy? We're going to go two days. No, I can't. I can't. I won't survive. I'm telling you, I won't survive it. The flesh, the flesh is already like, oh, but wait, wait, wait. It's almost 4th of July. And, and, you know, the family's going to have a barbecue. What are you going to do? You're telling the flesh, that's three weeks away. Calm down. You know, we're going to fast today. Oh, no, no, no. No, let's fast tomorrow. Let's fast tomorrow. There's the flesh. There's the battle. What's the flesh saying? Because tomorrow never comes. No. Our outward actions of holiness, they don't move God. They move the flesh. They put the flesh in check. How many of y'all need their flesh check? Shut up, flesh. Shut up, right? The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Paul said in Romans 8, 5, for those who are living according to the flesh, 
set their minds. What do they do? Set their minds, right? Set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. One taco, two taco, three taco more. Four taco, five taco, six taco. Oh, man, I was going to fast today. I'll wait for tomorrow. It's crazy because once you even tell the flesh that you're going to fast, you barely woke up and you're already starving. You woke up and your stomach's like, you're like, I don't even eat till 10. What's wrong with you? right here. Set your mind. Set your mind on the things above, right? But those who are living according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. God's will, His plan, come on, His purposes. How do you set your minds on the things of the flesh? Well, that's easy. And how do you set your mind on the things of the Spirit? Here we go. Paul said in Galatians 5.19, Now the practices of the sinful nature, come on, the flesh, are clearly evident. Duh. (laughs) Right? They are sexual immorality, impurity. It got quiet again, y'all, right? We're just reading the Bible, okay? We're reading the word. Right? Sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, dispute, dissension, factions that promote heresy, envy, drunkenness, violent behavior, and other things like these. How many of y'all know when we set our minds on the things of the flesh, doesn't that look like everything that's on TV right now? Violence, envy, drunkenness, uh, wild behavior, wild parties. And what is it doing? It's after your attention. Set your minds on things of the flesh. Set your mind on things of the flesh. Set your mind on things of the flesh. And you're wondering why you're doing the things of the flesh. Set your mind. But, wait. I warned you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know what they're not going to inherit? The way God does things. They're not going to inherit the way God does things because they're setting their minds on the way the world does things. And that's what they're going to inherit. They're going to reap the fruit of their reward, right? But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us through a close, come on, face-to-face relationship is love. Unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ have crucified the sinful nature together with its passions and its appetites. So there you go. You remind yourself of the cross. You remind yourself that that's been crucified with the, and all its desires, all its crazy appetites, all its gluttonous, more and more. More is not enough. I need more and more. No, that's been crucified. That sinful nature has been crucified at the cross with Jesus, right? If we claim to live by the Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, moral courage, our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. It is our responsibility to not let our hearts be troubled, to not let our hearts be full of unbelief, to set our minds on the things above, to set our minds on the things of the Spirit, to not be afraid, to not be cold towards the things of God, but to keep the faith and to keep 
faith in God, in his word, in his promises, in his will, in his purpose, in his plan, right? Only believe, confidently believe, and don't allow unbelief to consume you. Set your heart and your mind on the things of God. You set your mind. You set your heart. Second Peter 1.3. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for our dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Our spirit is perfect and our spirit is complete. It's mature. So what's the holdup? Anybody? Our knowledge. <laughs> Our knowledge, our mind, our way of doing things. We have to renew our minds. we got to renew our mind to the word of God. Your mind believes you. Your mind believes you. So that's why you have to renew your mind to the word of God so that you know what the word says. Right? Paul said in Romans 12 too, And don't be conformed to this world. Don't be. That means we can be conformed. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What's the will of God? The will of God is that you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and become a child of God. The will of God is that you love others as he loved you. The will of God is that you prosper and be in health, that you grow in the knowledge of God, that you apply spiritual wisdom, that you walk in integrity. Come on, that you bear much fruit, that you keep the faith, that you stay single-minded, that you have fervent love, that you be strengthened, and that you have his perfect peace and joy. Faith is engaged through knowledge. It's time to go beyond in our knowledge of God, right? It's time to grow up. Paul said in Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes, belief comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And you know what else comes? Unbelief comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. But we're going to get our faith growing and uh Building, right, our belief, building and building and building by what we hear and what we set our mind to and what we're focused in on. What is faith, guys? Faith is belief. Faith is the substance of things confidently expected. If you are confidently expecting to fail, you will. Let's get confident expectation in the victory we have in Christ Jesus. That's where we're getting confident expectation. The way that we cancel unbelief is to build up our faith in what God's word says. What God's word says, right? We have to deal with unbelief in our hearts and we all get unbelief at some point in our life. All of us deal with unbelief. And there's five areas of unbelief that we face and that can be devastating to us if we don't understand them, 
fix them by renewing our mind to the word of God. And we are going to dive into that next week. But God's word says there's a bunch of areas. And we're going to dive into five areas of unbelief. And we're going to see what the scripture says. We're going to see how they affect us and how we're going to flip the script. How we're going to let God work it together for our good by the knowledge of God. Coming to know who we are and who he is in us. Inwardly. In Jesus, we've got all the power that we could ever need. We just got to discover who we are. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Are you all coming back next week? Yeah, yeah. you all receive something tonight? Love you guys. Have a great night. I'm expecting that we're going to produce a harvest on the seed sown. Amen? Amen, amen. Have a great night. See you guys on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.